0: You do it live!
1: You do it live! You do it live! You do it live! You it. Please won't you be
0: my neighbor, neighbor and friend?
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them. Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I've been uh, figuring out what I kind of wanted to be in life, and um, I can't think of anything that I could currently be in life. I've been watching too much Masterpiece Theater, Masterpiece is uh, like recreating the series, and they're doing all these period pieces, but instead of the 1800s, it's now the 1900s. They've really moved on. So I'm watching Masterpiece Theater. I'm watching stuff uh, in England in 1910, 1920, 1930. I'm thinking, I want to be there. I want to be in an awesome tuxedo at all hours of the day. I want to have servants and actually treat them with respect. I want to be the guy that decides to go to war, but not actually fight ever. Uh, But then I realized I could never, ever, ever... Uh, live in a society with with chamber pots as the norm. I, I could not imagine uh, not living with plumbing. So that just doesn't work at all. And then I think, oh, the Mad Men. I could, I could totally be in Mad Men. I'd love to be in the Mad Men era. Uh, men in suits. Uh, women are totally cool with you sleeping around, and you just chain smoke, and lung cancer doesn't exist, and it's brilliant. And, and then I realize uh, I'm just a mutt. And, and uh, uh, mutts aren't really appreciated in any time period ever uh, because I'm all the things that are bad put into one. And then I think like, okay, if I can't be in a period piece, there's there's got to be some people I could you know idol myself after. I could I could really uh, embrace the lifestyle of Neil Young, someone that embraced. I said embrace too many times. It's lost all meaning. Really encourage myself? That doesn't make sense. I should have used a thesaurus, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you're such a nice, quiet crowd, by the way. It's a nice scene. <laughs> awesome Canadian dude. Uh, never really uh, gave up. He, he released awful albums in the 80s, and he was proud of them. And then he had a great heroin addiction and wrote awesome heroin songs, and then everyone he influenced ended up dying of heroin. And I don't really like heroin, so that doesn't work either. And I'm trying to embrace all these things that aren't really me. Um, Sadly, maybe not so sadly, actually, the cultural thing that I am is Empire Records. I am an awful, awful film from 1995 that was not original whatsoever, that was formed in the suburbs, that's about the suburbs, that's about people railing against nothing. That's who I am. And I finally have accepted that. Does this make me a good person? No. Does this make me a bad person? No, that's okay. I I did not come from the uber-hip Williamsburg. We're in Williamsburg right now. It's nice to see all of you. Very, very hip people. So hip that Camel decided that you needed your own cigarette package, which is now a thing you can buy. No, I'm, I'm from the suburbs, and that's okay. I actually liked the soundtrack of Empire Records. I thought I was deep because I liked Empire Records, and that's okay. In a way, Empire Records is what led me to decide to do a talk show in in beautiful, beautiful places like Pete's Candy Store. And I'm not joking. If uh, to the listener at home, to the listener at home, this is a gorgeous place, and I highly recommend all of you tweet photos of the place. It's just gorgeous. I now get to figure out who I am at at, at 28 rather than have an older brother that influenced me. I never had an older brother or an older siblings that took me to like punk rock shows and and, and like underground stuff and taught me that you shouldn't drink wine coolers that are expired while watching Jewel videos with your best friend at 16, (laughs) like we did. No, no, no. I instead went to ska shows in coffee houses with, like, parental-approved venues. And I don't even like ska. No one really likes... Well, maybe that's not fair. People like ska. I'm just not into ska, like, especially eighth-wave covers of Debbie Gibson's songs. But that's okay. That's part of who I am. And... Part of who I am now is trying to figure out who I wish I was at 18. So that's why we're doing a talk show. And all the three of the guests that are on this show are people I wish I was like at 18. And fuck it, we're going to figure it out now at 28. Our first guest of the evening is a fantastic author, Karen Abbott. Please put your hands together for Karen Abbott, everybody. Stand-up comedian Andy Haynes is coming up And uh, music from Bandana Splits Without further ado, here's an iPod For about two seconds If I could figure out how to make it work Fantastic Thank you Karen Yes, hello Into the mic, ma'am Oh,
0: sorry, I'm sorry No, you're fantastic
2: (laughs) Karen, you're an author
0: So they say, I guess, I don't know
2: Well, the people that publish your books would say that you're an author Yeah um, why did you want to write? What about writing made you say, hey, I want to be poor and destitute?
0: <laughs> um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. And, really? Uh, yeah, and realized that I was sick of school. So um, got an internship at a magazine in Philadelphia and then realized that I, I belonged with these crazy people. What magazine I did you leave. work for? It was Philadelphia Magazine.
2: Okay, that's a good magazine. Yeah. How did, <laughs> how did writing for a magazine lead to being a published author of two books?
0: Actually, because I I got burned out. Um, if anybody is in here is a journalist or a spying journalist, there's only so many times that you can go to the bat doing that before you get burned out. And I was especially burned out because I was covering media and all the layoffs and buyouts at the Inquirer and the Daily News, which are the Philadelphia papers. Um, and it was just so depressing to do that on a daily basis that um, I got burned out. To the Please.
2: listener at home, what you can't see is Liz, right? Yes. Liz is the sound person at pete's candy store i love liz right now she's fixing the sound please put your hands together for liz everybody liz Liz, does this make you feel uncomfortable i am sorry i will not cut this out of the podcast back to you karen i am i know that you didn't want to talk about this but that's what we're doing right now my girlfriend's a journalist okay what is the best thing (laughs) exactly how could i make her life better
0: um, take her out frequently, get her drunk. Get my girlfriend drunk. It would be better, yes. That's day. why
2: you're on the show, Karen, you're telling me exactly <laughs> what I want to hear. So you get burned out from the magazine, you decide I want to write books.
0: So I, um, I moved to Atlanta, um, where I could afford to live for a while, um, as a ex-journalist. What um, did you do in Atlanta? <laughs> I, I tried to, I wrote, I started working on my first nonfiction proposal. When, when anybody asked me what I did th- that time, I say cry and picked out my hair, What kind of hair
2: did you have?
0: (laughs) pretty much the hair I have now. I think it's fantastic hair. Well, you're very kind, but, um, I, I picked it out because it was, it's brutal just, uh, working on a book and then it didn't sell. So you, I spent two years on this proposal that didn't sell.
2: What was the proposal?
0: It was called Rex Farrell. Um, is anybody here familiar with Paladin Press? It was this crazy publishing company out in Colorado and they published books about like how to bury dead bodies, how to evade taxes, um, how to, uh, you know, avoid the federal government at all costs. Timothy McVeigh, um, bought a book on bomb making before he blew up the federal building. Wait, wait, Valley. wait,
2: wait, wait. And you were pitching your book to this?
0: Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. They, they published a book in 19... I, I wish. That would have oh, been, okay. <laughs> yes. been kind of interesting. I wish I had that kind of knowledge to, to pitch one of those books. Um, invaded Taxes and Killing People. But in 1983, they published a book called um, Hitman, A Technical Manual for Independent Contractors. Um, And it became a big deal because 10 years later, somebody actually used this murder manual that Paladin Press published to kill um, a disabled boy, his nurse and his mother. Um, It became a big deal because uh, the victim's family sued um, Paladin Press, claiming they aided and abetted this murder. And it became a big First Amendment um, fight because the New York Times and the ACLU and all these First Amendment organizations jumped in and said, well, wait a minute, you can't. Hold these publications um, and the, this uh, publishing industry mm-hmm. liable for this what this madman did so it became a big deal and lost in all of this was um, who wrote Hitman and it turned out the author of Hitman was this uh, divorced mother of two living in a trailer park in Florida um, so my book what's was- her name her name is Gail, and she's now a uh, customer service rep for BAL South. So if, I, okay, <laughs> if anybody's uh, stuck on the phone, it might be Rex Farrell helping you. Well, uh, it makes
2: sense, because if you're going to be making bombs, you probably still have a landline. Uh, yes, yeah, So it's, a good, it's good. It's likely that's <laughs> going to happen.
0: How? Yeah.
2: Um, I did not see that coming at all that part of the story of your life
0: <laughs> um, well <laughs> neither did I uh, but but well it didn't sell and and while that was on submission um, if anybody here has been on submission it's probably the most awful I mean what I would submission it, when when you're waiting to see if you're gonna get an agent then if you get an agent you're waiting to see if you get a publisher and it's you know I mean your body like physically responds to the stress like i I actually swelled up one time I, I was so stressed out about I knew I had probably one more shot left with a publisher for okay. that book and um and my husband came home one time and my lip was blown up and he's like what's wrong with you did you get in a fight and i was like i wish it were that <laughs> no i i just you know and i he thought my tongue was gonna swell we had to go to the hospital i had to get emergency steroids it was, it's very stressful this is a very so.
2: disturbing story <laughs> I'm sorry. no it's fine it's fine it's wonderful actually the uh, listener at home is loving it
0: uh, um yeah
2: moving on I, do, I
0: don't wish submission on anyone though.
2: So. you know how that actually sounds right yeah okay <laughs>
0: I like your mind. That's good.
2: It's an awful, awful mind. I don't like it. I want to be in your mind. (laughs) You wrote a book, Sin in the Second City. Yeah. Is that the name of the book? Yes. Okay, we're clarifying here. People could find it because it's not a piece of shit. It's an awesome book. Thank
0: you. You're very kind. Sin
2: in the Second City is about what? Go. It's
0: about two sisters who ran the world's most famous brothel. I just lisp. The world's most famous brothel in Chicago. Wait, wait, stop. Did you notice
2: you lisped while you said the word I lisped? Again. Oh, did I? You did. Oh my two god. Two for two.
0: I I'm not drunk enough. I've only had half a beer. That's my what problem. What half of
2: beer did you have?
0: Uh, <laughs> it's it's out there. I didn't get to finish the other half. What of kind of beer? It was a Brooklyn Lager.
2: Are you enjoying that beer? Yes I am. Is your is your husband in the room right now?
0: No. He's he's uh, safely he's very wisely decided not to listen to me. He's listened to me a million times. I think he's sick of me. You know, you've you've been married a long time. It's how long have you been married? Fifteen years. That
2: is a long time. Yeah. Is it going strong?
0: Um uh he's yeah, not in the room don't worry about it <laughs> i'm like is he here <laughs> no it's good he's a good guy that's nice yeah. so your husband's
2: a good guy yeah but you decided to write about a brothel yes continue
0: uh two sisters who ran the world's most famous brothel in chicago 100 years ago and sort of um, national effort to shut them down and shut down red light districts across the country did so, it work um God, i don't want to ruin this story
2: <laughs> the book's been on for a while.
0: Yeah, no. It it worked. I mean it, it worked. Yeah. I mean we well, we just obviously look around. Don't have,
2: How many brothels do you see? That's what I was going to say. We
0: obviously don't have red light districts roaming around here anymore. Yeah, so. that's kind of sad. Yeah, it is.
2: Do you I'm not joking. Do you think that red light districts would help the world?
0: Um I would it think make the, I think well, it prostitution it is never going to go away. Exactly. I think if you were going to do it, it was um, th- what they had in mind to do was actually probably the safest way to regulate something that um, that is inevitable. And not going anywhere.
2: That was a big success that's been optioned. Do you want to say who optioned it? You told um, me this outside. I don't know yeah. if this is no, okay I, to talk no, about.
0: No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, if anybody watches Glee, Ryan Murphy, the guy who does Glee. So um, I met with him once. He was, he was uh, very interested. There's a character named Susie Puntang. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. was i not allowed to say that?
2: Why? Why would you not be allowed to say <laughs> All right. the awesomest name ever?
0: <laughs> Just checking. I guess, yeah, we're, we're not censored on a podcast. So. No. Yeah.
2: Do you want me to make you feel better? Tang.
0: (laughs) that's been awesome rolls off the tongue kind
2: of does if you do it right um (laughs) that was so cheap i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry okay uh the current book the one i'm reading american rose yes what is that about
0: that is about i like to say it's um the strangest rags to riches saga you'll ever hear it's like horatio alger meets tim burton but really, it's a story. If anybody's heard of Gypsy Rose Lee, um, the Ecclesiast, uh stripper from the 1920s and 30s, and um, uh, a whole different story from what's been portrayed on Broadway and yeah. her in her um, in the movie.
2: It's very disturbing.
0: Yeah, it it's, is disturbing. I
2: like the way that you tell the story. People should pick up the book, uh, obviously. But it's not in linear. You didn't. You don't tell it in a linear fashion. Yeah. So at first, it's kind of jarring. But then you yeah. get used to it, and you, you're trying to. It's fantastic. Well, that really fun. wasn't a question. I apologize.
0: <laughs> no, it's all right. Because I, I had a lot of um, uh, questions about how to structure it. And I thought the only way to structure it, she wasn't a linear person. She didn't live life in a linear fashion. Yeah. She moved backwards as often as she did forward. She was constantly reinventing herself. And I wanted to structure the book like a striptease. Um, sort of expose a little here and pull back and expose a little there and pull back. You've so.
2: been asked this question a lot, haven't you? That uh, sounds like no, a very I've been good criticized
0: about the, stru- the structure Who a lot. Who criticized so you? So I sort of figured out why. Wait, I-
2: no, we need names. Who criticized you? Oh. How dare they? Oh, That's a no. fantastic way to tell a story.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I knew it was risky. I knew doing it that not lot, everybody was going to like it. So. I
2: actually think it's better that way. Well, thanks. Good yeah, job. I, I
0: mean, I thought that was the only way to do it, so there was no choice in my...
2: Where can People can buy this book everywhere. It's not yeah. some indie anything. No. You're the pros. you're You're the pros what the (laughs) fuck does that mean Uh,
0: i don't know but i'll take it
2: (laughs) you're the pros jesus christ what's the goal for american rose it's done it's in the can are you are you sick of it do you want to move on do you want to
0: i have moved on how have you moved on oh i'm working on my next book what's that about it is about uh female civil war spies two for the union and two for the confederacy yeah
2: will you ever write a book about dudes
0: um, there's plenty of dudes in there Well, yeah, but come on <laughs> um, um, What do
2: I need to do <laughs> To get you to write a book about me? You
0: need me? to be at least 150 years old, number one I, write, I like history, so And That's... you need to do something incredibly scandalous And tawdry
2: I could do none of that <laughs> Well, because it's not scandalous anymore
0: Well, I mean, back what's then What's left? It was. Well, 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. Really, exactly. what's
2: left? Let's just end it
0: And people back then did scandal a lot better They so. did, I don't know I, I think wa-
2: so. We're going to have a scandal off later. We're going to end this interview <laughs> with a question from the Kids Book of Questions. I need you to pick a number between 39 and 253.
0: Uh, 123.
2: 123. We're retiring the book this year, so you get to keep the question that you picked from the book. Number 123. This is an awful book, by the way. <laughs> if you could do one thing you are not allowed to do now because you are too young,
0: what would you pick? <laughs> First of all, I wish I were too young to do something. Oh, wait, I can't run for president. I think that might be the only thing I'm too young to do. Um, do you but want I have no desire. It? No, I have no desire to run for president. Why not? Um, these two. Too much responsibility. I'd rather run a brothel, frankly.
2: I don't think we could close this interview any better. Uh, let's plug the book one more time. The book's called American Rose, and she's also got Sin in the Second City. Pick it up everywhere. What's your website?
0: It's uh, KarenAbbott.net.
2: KarenAbbott.net. Please put your hands together for Karen Abbott, everybody. Thanks Karen for coming. Abbott.
0: Thanks, Brandon.
2: to the stage. Stand-up comedian. Please put your hands together for Andy Haynes, everybody.
3: Andy Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, how are we? How is everybody, you guys? Good, glad to hear it. There's some Starburst up here on the floor if anybody wants them. Karen, you are still not old enough to live in an over 55 community. So you got goals still. Um that's my goal. I <laughs> just want to make it to 56. Uh, a lot of like guys, a lot of dudes, they'll, uh, you know, like if you cross the line with them, they'll be like, no more Mr. Nice Guy. But I don't have that line to cross, so sometimes I'll just denounce, more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> and then I just buy, bring out some ice cream for everyone. Unless you're lactose intolerant, tell you to fuck off then i bring out an array of more non-dairy options cuz you got to break people's hearts to win their spirits we learned that in iraq people all right um that's for him i was in i was in a coffee shop the other day and uh i had an outside drink you guys know what i mean it was like made of wood and um he was like uh, this outside drink and the barista was like hey uh sorry to be such a Nazi about this but you have to take your drink outside. And I was like, it made me wonder if a Nazi had ever said that. Like, if a Nazi had ever been like, hey, oh, sorry to be such a Nazi about this. But you guys have to get on the train. And go, to the, and go to the Holocaust. That's where that train goes. You guys, I'm sorry. There's only one. They didn't have, like, a fun train. Um... I wish they did. I think we all do. Um, I think it's okay to make fun of the Nazis because they have just gone south completely. You know what I mean? Like, they used to be a big deal. Now there's, like, seven of them in a garage in Tallahassee, Florida. Uniforms aren't even included anymore. Nobody else is on board shitting on the current contemporary Nazi (laughs) movement. All right. Totally a layoff. You guys are probably hardcore. Boo Nazis, that's right. Is there, like, a Nazi ghost? Um, or Boo Nazi? Boo Nazi is like a, f- a feminine R&B singing Nazi. Hey, y'all, uh, what's up? Boo Nazi. Um, you know, it's, it's weird because as a very white man, um, you're never, ever allowed to be proud of being white. That's considered racist, like, right away. Like, right off the bat. I gotta tell you guys, it is hard because we are... Knocking it out of the park. Are you kidding me? 44 presidents in a row? 43 and a half presidents in a row? This gets awkward. Um, does everybody hear about NPR? NPR got defunded this week by the uh, Congress people. I think that's sad. I think it's mainly sad because they're already broke, they're already always broke. There's like a pledge week every other week. They're like, we're done with pledge week, and now is pledge month. Uh, it's, it's so sad. It's like, Terry Gross needs a bus pass, and some somebody else needs uh, their Volvo tuned up. So if you guys could just donate some money. Um. My favorite thing about it, though, is that how grossly, like, I don't even know the word for it, like how big of a deficit there is between how much money they want you to donate and the gift they're going to send you back. (laughs) They're always like, (laughs) and for $250, if you donate one time, and this one time only, we will send you an NPR tote that has been currently used full of bird songs on floppy disk. So, (laughs) it's a one-time offer of $250 and for $500, we'll just send you a bag of sand. <laughs> and the, the complete mash on uh, beta. Um, I, uh, did anybody get to see that Spider Man, uh, the Spider Man musical? Did anybody get a chance to go see that? I think it was doomed from the start because of the name. The, the name of it was Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. That's not what. Do you mean turn off the li- lights it, or turn on the lights? Is that what you mean? I don't. That's not what we say. That we don't say that. Turn off the not dark. Turn off. Turn on the not hot. Could you turn up the blankets in here? I am. I'm not hot. <laughs> Could you put some not food in my empty place? I right, I don't know what that is. I mean, I'm, I know I'm I'm starting to get old because uh, rappers that I grew up listening to, like gangster rappers, are dying from non-gangster things. <laughs> <laughs> they're dying from like strokes and sim- syndromes, syndromes I can't even reference at the moment. I would need a field guide of some sort. And it's sad because you like you hear about it. And somebody's like, "Guru died," and you're like, "Oh man, did he get shot?" And they're like, "No." thyroid disorder. <laughs> really? I kind of wish he would have got shot for his street cred. I I saw a really sad old rapper thing happen this last year. I went and saw Public Enemy and uh, let me, old rappers, man, that is a sad state of affairs because they don't get a like, gracefully wander into, like, old age and, like, the mock turtleneck phase of life that, like, a rocker does. Because they still have to act like they're gangsters, but they're, like, dads and stuff, you know, like, but 50-year-old dads. And Public Enemy, um, they did not look good. They did not look good at all. Um, and uh, I-, I just think that they need to stop talking about fighting the system, and I think they need to start adopting the system, and sp- specifically the healthcare system. <laughs> Because they're going to need it really soon. I think they should change their name from public enemy to public option. That's the worst joke I've ever told. Um, oh, man. One minute? All right. I was debating whether to say something really offensive or not. Um Okay. It's so tasteless. I was going to say, you guys, I will be accepting uh, donations for the tragedy in Japan, but I will not be giving them to them. See, it was a horrible idea. It just popped in my head. It was evil. But um, here, let me end on this. You guys, I think gay people should go to hell. Only because they're great at gentrifying neighborhoods, and I kind of want to see what they do with the place. Whoa, coffee shops in hell? (laughs) All right, that got awkward. Uh, is that it? Sure, let's okay. it. Andy Haynes, everybody. Clap for Andy. <laughs> You're very good. Oh, thank you. You
2: come highly recommended by an 18-year-old comic. That's not a joke. Okay, a uh, few questions. What would a fun Nazi train look like?
3: Oh, um, Like this. That's, <laughs> actually, like yeah. Like this room. It's brilliant. Exactly
2: like this room.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know you're probably sick of hearing, i got an awesome album title for you, but I have an awesome album title for you. That's Bird Songs on Floppy Disks. What do okay. you think?
3: Yeah, no. I'll go with it. Right now, my uh, CD title, the tentative one is uh, Just Kitten, and I'm going to be holding up a baby cat. So That's I good. That's pretty good. Um, I always
2: thought Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark sounded like a Smashing Pumpkins B-side. What do you think? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I saw Public Enemy a few years ago, and Flavor Flayed was plugging his current sitcom, and the crowd started to boo, so Flavor Flade responded with, there's a lot of ghosts in the crowd. I thought that was a great comeback. What yeah, do you think?
3: Yeah, I think that was really great. How long have you been doing stand-up? I think I'm about six and a half years in. How old are you? I'm 28 years old. You look good for 28. Thank you. I'm, a, I'm, uh, I'm healthy. How do you keep that up? What's your workout regimen? I don't smoke cigarettes, I don't drink alcohol, I try to stay away Wait, from Wait, do you really not daring. drink alcohol? No, but... Could I not, have the drink tickets back? I gave them to girls. You son of a uh, bitch. <laughs> but I think they're on the show, so I think it's alright. You son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, how does it feel to have blonde hair and blue eyes and be white? Pretty good, huh? I mean, so far. Yeah. We'll see what happens after the, the society collapses. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ultimate goal? Because you're funny. So, uh... What do you want to do? I just would like to do as much as I can. What does that mean? I would like to do, I would like to do as much. Like, write stuff. But Do you want to write stuff. for
2: somebody else? Do you want to tour a stand-up? I would like do you to want to be continue a feature doing film stand-up? star?
3: I would like to do all of it, really. I mean, I can't say that there's any. I don't want to get into reality television, I guess. But, you know, it's like that shitty, like, I like everything but country. You know, that's, yeah. like, that's the answer. I understand that.
2: Where can people find you? It's time to plug.
3: Uh, where can people find me? Every third uh, Saturday of the month, I do a show at midnight at the Creek in the Cave. That is tonight, too, by the way. Um, and it's uh, it's like a... Dr- I get people to get as inebriated as possible, which is funny. And you a sober don't drink? Person. I don't drink. Great. But uh, they can do whatever drug they want. So and they you're perform. just mean. And then Friday nights in the city, I do a show at O'Hanlon's at 8 p.m. But let's plug the Creek in the Cave. That's okay. a great place. Is it yeah. the Creek
2: in the Cave or the Creek in the Cavern? The Creek in the Cave. Okay, Creek in the Cave. It's in Long Island City. Uh, they have like six shows a night. They're all free. Is that right? Most of them, yeah. So good. Yeah, good yeah, job it's, doing that And you're from D.C. I'm from Seattle. You're but from Seattle? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Let's end the interview with a question from the Kids Book of Questions. I need you to pick a number between 39 and 253.
3: 39 253 how about 137
2: uh, 137 I'd like to thank all the New York guests because they're about 10 times quicker than the DC or Chicago guests about picking a random number that means nothing so thank <laughs> you I'm not joking thank you for that 137 if you could see into the future but not change it would you want to do so? No fantastic Andy Haynes everybody thank please you put very your much. hands together for Andy Haynes <laughs> the bandana splits are coming up next do not leave. On the stage, ready to make all of you very happy with wonderful sounds. The bandana splits. Everybody, please put your hands together for the bandana splits. Hello,
1: hello, hello, hello and, welcome and welcome to the, the show. show. Our first song is called the Shoe Op Song. Shoe Shoo up shoo up my baby shoo up shoo up don't cry shoo up shoo up my daisy shoo up up my little butterfly down did it down to down to down did it did it down did it down to down why do i do it down did it down to down you're so pretty pretty down did it down to down, doodoo, down shoo Hey, honey, shoe up Look see, It's so funny, shoo-owp. love can be. Down, 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 Shoo-up, shoo-ah My darling Shoo-up, shoo-ah My bee Shoo-up, shoo-ah My sugar Shoo-up-wop My little butterbee Down, <Imrizar> do-do-do-do-down Do-do-do-do-down down and do do down do 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 down and do You're <Cinderella> so <septic> pretty, pretty do do down do down Ain't it funny How fun love can be do 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 Da and da and da 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 Dancing everyone. Oh, Shitters. oh no, I said a bedboard. Okay. E seven B seven. No, <laughs> B seven okay. Great. And that's <laughs> and that's it. Tap dancing. <laughs> Silent tap dancing. Oh, it's perfect for this is we're in a ghost train, you guys. Oh we are. On the super moon. Ghost train. On the super moon. The super moon is here tonight, too. Outside. You can check that out later. (laughs) 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 Listen for the sound of the... Listen for the sound of the train Coming out of the rain Listen for the sound of the, listen for the sound of the train coming out of the rain. And it's coming. cute guys okay now i'm going to do this again now hop on the train and come on over, over. luck is the game of a, a four, four leaf, leaf clover <laughs> okay now hop on the train and come on over luck is the game of a four No. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love each and every one of you. If you ever want to play My Apartment, my girlfriend would love you. You just come by. We'll dance to your music. We'll pay you in whatever you guys want, as long as it's not a lot of money. I love you three. Don't ever stop doing anything. You make the world better. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please put your hands together for Bandana Splits, everybody. Jesus Christ. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a a good night.
1: night.
2: Really? Could it be any better? No, the answer's no. No, it can't. Andy Haynes, what a great comedian. Put your hands together for Andy. And Karen Abbott, we should all buy her books. You've been a delightful crowd. I don't think it's going to have been any better. Thanks to the Pete's Candy Store. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful evening.
0: Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash everybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at The Hungry Brain, go to YouMeThemEverybody.com.